Welcome to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable, a podcast where you can meet the people who steward the programs and services for the town of Barnstable that connects us to our quality of life. We invite you to join the conversation as we navigate municipal government in our community pathways to help you discover Barnstable. I'm Lynn Poyant, and today I am joined by my fellow co-host and tour guide, Liz Hartsgrove, as we dive into this week's topic of discussion, beach stickers. With our guests, our interim recreation director, John Gleason, and recreation financial supervisor, Trisha Otto. So welcome, John and Trisha. We're really glad to have you here. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Beach stickers. Um, that is like a hot topic. Not well every year. It's reoccurring, and around this time of year, um, everybody is looking to buy one or to find out more information. So, can you talk to us about the power of these beach <laughs> stickers and what is what is it and where do you need it, like one to visit our beaches, our lovely beaches? So, uh, John, do you want to talk a little bit sure, about that? Sure. Um... You know, you need to have a beach sticker. It's valid year round. Uh, we do have staff that monitors them Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend. Um, and it's crucial that if you want to get into the beach without having to wait in line to pay for parking every time you go there, is to purchase one online or through the mail uh, with the help of our staff. So are these beach stickers things that people put on themselves or are they actual vehicles? Like, can you elaborate a little bit what exactly these things sure. are? Sure, uh, the stickers are something that they put on uh, themselves. So through the mail, they'll purchase uh, the sticker that they would like to choose um, or they're eligible for. Um, and then we mail them uh, their sticker that they've asked for in the mail and then they would peel it off and there's instructions of how and where to put it on and they do it themselves. Um, and then when they come into the beach, our staff is there to check to make sure that they've uh, put the sticker where it's required. So the, so the stickers remain on these vehicles, like on windshields or on the bumper, because a lot of towns are different, actually. So it can be kind of confusing when you see variations of examples driving around the Cape. Yes, the best location or the, the location we've asked to have it on is the driver's side window, uh, lower left-hand corner as you're the driver looking out or as our staff is looking at the right-hand lower corner. And 95% um, of the people in the community uh, will, will place it there, so it's easy for our staff to do that. Uh, other people we've seen on the driver's side window, we've seen it on the back window of their truck. Um, but it's really essential that they put it in that lower left-hand corner of the driver's side so our staff can easily identify the sticker, uh, you know, identifying markers, which is their license plate. So we can look at their license plate, look at their sticker number to make sure that it matches. So there's a method to this as to why it's important to have it placed on the windshield is when you're driving into the entrance. Correct. Literally, the employee can actually match it up and see it visually um, instead of having to search for it, right? Yes. Uh, if if a customer comes in and drives nice and slow, it gives plenty of time for our staff to recognize the sticker, the license plate, and match it up. So all they have to do is kind of put their hand out and wave, and we can wave, and you know, uh, hopefully they enjoy their day at the beach. If they do not put it in the right location, now we have to stop the car. We have to search for their sticker, which you know they could find as an inconvenience. Um, but we do have to monitor to make sure that they have the right sticker uh, to make sure it's valid um, for the correct season. 
John, you mentioned that these stickers are valid all year round. So basically January 1st to December 31st. And I think that one of the interesting things is it's actually a parking permit. Um, but we've come into the vernacular of you calling it a beach sticker. So where else does this sticker allow you access? Sure. Well, you know, like we said before, it allows you to park at all our beaches, ponds, lakes, um, but it's also required at town ways to water. So if you're a fisherman or a boater and you would like to have access to certain areas in the town, um, it's required to have that sticker to park at those locations. Um, Trisha could expound on another area that she knows about, but you know, if, if you want to park in those locations, you have to have a sticker. Trisha, do you want to talk about the um, special five? Well, I've noticed personally there are certain areas within the town of Barnstable, and these stickers are only valid in the town of Barnstable beaches. People confuse it with being Barnstable County. <clears throat> so they're only valid in the town of Barnstable. Um, the stickers allow you into resident-only beaches as well as public beaches. We can go into the different ones after this, but I do know there's areas in town that have parking lots, such as across from Loop Beach in Ketuit, um, across from the Kettle Hill Restaurant, there's a parking area that is resident-only stickers. I don't know if it's overflow from Loop or whatnot, but so there's different areas, but if you ever are in the town of Barnstable and you see a posted sign that says resident parking only, you need to have a parking permit, AKA beach sticker on your windshield. Um, just a friendly tip to those people putting the beach stickers on their windshield. When you peel off um, the part that makes the adhesive exposed, there's a little strip of, of um, paper that will stay on the sticker and that allows you to grasp it and pull it off for the next year's sticker because once these stickers are on, they're there permanently. So just a word of advice, don't stick the whole sticker on, just keep that little tab on and that way you have access to pull it off next year. And it actually is much easier to take off in warm weather than it is in cold weather. Yes, I've experienced is. that myself. If you're in cold, use a hairdryer first. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that there are a number of types of permits um, that are included. You, you mentioned resident versus non-resident. Can you get into the seasonal versus weekly, the landlord, handicap, sure. those kinds? Um, in speaking with the resident versus non-resident, non-residents are also eligible to receive a sticker. A lot of times the non-residents um, don't have their legal domicile in, Barn in the town of Barnstable. They may have it in another town, in another state, but they may have a second home on the Cape. So they are in the town of Barnstable. They're eligible for beach stickers because they're paying real estate taxes. Um, the seasonal versus weekly, it's basically the same, allows you the same freedom, the same rights, it's just the term. Um, the weekly stickers are $80 per week and it's a seven day consecutive um, run. The seasonals allow you access to only public beaches. The weekly and the seasonals do not allow you access to resident beaches. It's the public beaches, Veterans, Calmus, C Street, Craigville. And that runs from Memorial Day weekend to Labor, through Labor Day. And the cost of that is $275 for the season. And once the season's over, and it's clearly stated on the sticker permit um, where it's allowed and where you can enter. So there's no clear, there's no, it's not very clear where you can go with the sticker. Um, the landlord sticker, um, a lot of 
the residents purchase this because they may be renting their properties for the summer. Um, and that's $375, and it allows you every right as a resident. So if people are renting property in the town of Barnstable, they are allowed to go to the resident as well as the public beaches. So it gains them um, access. Um, the handicap, when we get the application, if the registration indicates HP on the registration, that's all we need to determine that they are handicap eligible. If it doesn't have an HP on the plate, they need to send us their handicap placket with their name exposed on it. And those are reduced in price. Instead of the $45 per permit, they are $20, but we limit two to a household. When we've talked about needing certain things, for instance, a placard, and, and you wouldn't actually send the original placard, you'd send a, a copy. copy. But when you're purchasing a permit, what do you need to submit, um, either online or copies in the mail, um, when you're looking to purchase a beach sticker? Okay, the requirements are the same for both mail-in and the online program. Um, everybody's emailed an application and, um, or you're emailed an application or you're emailed a mail-in application, okay? So then the requirements and the documents that need to be provided, if you are a non-resident but a taxpayer, we'd like a copy of your most recent real estate tax bill. If you are a resident, and, your, and I'm sorry, and then your registration as well, your vehicle registration. Even if it's off-cape residence um, or out-of-state, we still need that vehicle registration number to put on your sticker. If you're a resident, we need a copy of your registration. As long as your car is registered in the town of Barnstable, that's all we need because that signifies that you're a resident and you're paying excise tax. If your car is a leased vehicle, we just need the cover page that allows us to link your name to a property to the registration. We just have to complete that full circle. Um, and as the handicap, we said, it's just a handicap placket, a copy of it. And these are all copies. We don't need any originals. If you have a problem and don't have access to make a copy, you can call us. We can either meet you at the door or we can make a copy for you, but we'll do everything we can to help get you the sticker without, you know, as pain-free as possible. But it takes about, just so people know that it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to process one mail-in application. That's incredible. And how many people are actually working? Do you have volunteers or how many employees are working on, on actually just processing all of these beach stickers? Because you just alluded to, what, 7,000 or 8,000 of just one type of mm -hmm. license, I mean, of permit. So with all the types of permits that we have, how many employees are actually working on this? Well, we have two full-times, which is uh, myself and Michelle Arrigo. We have Sandra, who's also full-time when she can fill in. She's very busy up front. And then we brought in um, five seasonals to help us. But prior to COVID, we had 40 to 50 volunteers that helped us do this when we could have in-person sales. Um, but since COVID, we had to stop all that. So um, we do our best. And we just ask for, you know, the understanding, like everybody else with COVID, we're dealing with shortage of employees. Um, and the people that are coming in now, they're retired and they can't give us 40 hours a week as much as we would take it. But um, we take what we can get and we just move along the best we can. But there are two full-times um, 
we have two full-times that help us out, two other full-times that help us out when they can, and then we have like five seasonals that have come in. That's incredible. Yeah, um, it's, that's it's, just an amazing like diligence and dedication to get these out and get these people these services that they're asking for. Yeah, because what happens, John, if somebody actually decides, oh, I actually do want a beach sticker this year, and it's a beautiful day, and it's after Memorial Day, and they say, oh, you know what? I don't need a beach sticker. It's before July 4th. And what happens actually when they go to the beach? <laughs> Are they going to get a ticket or what's going to happen? So if we have staff there, uh, one, they would be charged to park. Uh, it's $25 to park. So they'd either be charged or um, they would have to come back later after hours to, to get in to, to access the beach. Um, but uh, can you ask the me? Well, the I think... Um, you know, I, you and I have had experience actually with the parking division and so you get assistance actually for compliance of making sure that the people that are parking at those locations are actually legitimate residents based upon the stickers that they have showcased on the windshield. So the parking division actually assists not just your possible staff that are on site, but you collaborate with the actual parking division within planning and development. So um, they will help yes. evaluate and, and look at all the vehicles, right? Right. So if it's yeah. a sunny, beautiful day and you're at Dallas's Beach and we don't have staff there because maybe it's not quite Memorial Day weekend or it's Memorial Day weekend and beyond that, but it's during the week and you know we don't monitor per se with the recreation staff being there, but parking enforcement does. Uh, and if you park at Dallas Beach or, you know, resident-only beach without a sticker, there is a potential of getting a, a fine of parking there without, without a sticker. So, so you, we've talked a lot about the beach sticker actually being on the vehicle, but there are a couple of instances where the beach sticker is not on the vehicle, specifically for the landlord or the handicapped placard person. That would be a sticker that would be laminated and be with the person that would be using it they'd be encouraged to place it what that is that one is an individual okay handicaps are stickers that go on the windshield they're just at a reduced price these people drive and the car needs to be registered to the handicapped individual um, spouses cannot get one for their husband or vice versa because either one of them is handicapped the car has to be registered to the handicapped individual the individual is a resident permit which is laminated and that is issued to a town of Brownsville resident that does not drive but is still eligible to be driven to the beaches um, and the individual will say individual where the license plate is and then on the flip side there's a picture of the individual so that the gate attendants when they see it they confirm that that handicapped individual is actually in the vehicle and it's allowed entry at that point. Um, and the, you're right, the um, landlord placket is also laminated and that's, we tell the people, we usually punch a hole and we tell them to hang it from the rearview mirror because that's like gold. That gives them access to anywhere. If it's lost or stolen, we have no way of tracking it. Um, a lot of people, a lot of landlords, what they do is they get a security deposit on that for the $275 because if the tenant by chance, by accident, takes that home with them, they still have to buy another one for 275 We can't give them an, a replacement like we can on vehicle replacements. So 
um, those are the only ones that don't stick to windows. And can you speak to vehicle replacements? For instance, my parents bought a new car during the height of the season. So they scraped it off um, before they sold their car mm -hmm. um, so that they would be able to say, yes, I legitimately had a sticker. Um, yes. can, can you talk about that? I can. The replacements are issued when uh, either there's a broken windshield, whether when the car has been sold. But in order to get the reduced price of a $5 for the replacement, we need the original sticker returned. We've had people that have gone to the body shop after the fact if their car has been totaled or if their car has been traded in to scrape that off. The, or they'll call the body shop, please scrape off the, wind, the sticker, I'll come pick it up. <laughs> because if we don't have the original, they have to pay another $45. So that's the replacement. And you can usually do that by sending in a check for $5, check, send in your original sticker. We don't care if it's in pieces, we just need to see the color validates that it's this year's sticker and we need a copy of the new registration. Even if it's just a broken windshield, we still need the registration just to confirm that's going on the same car. Fantastic. Um, how can people contact you with questions uh, or for either mail-in or online assistance? They can call the recreation phone number, which is 508-790-6345, and they want to do extension 145 and that's our beach sticker hotline. They can leave messages there if it's not answered. And that's mainly for any question you have. That's really great. Um, so I think, I think we're, we're gonna go right into the rapid fire, I think. Um, we have this new section that we're gonna be asking just questions that, or one question that is not necessarily related to the topic, but um, could be anything, and, and Lynn and I, have our assigned people that we um, come up with question a question for so it's to put you on the spot a little make you really nervous while you're sitting here with us so um, so Lynn all right fire away. so John my question for you is what is your favorite time of day favorite time of day um, I would say I'm definitely a morning person. I like to get up in the morning. I mean, having a wife that's a teacher, a high school teacher in particular, that's up really early in the morning and then the kids getting up ready for school. It's just that time in the morning to, you know, make their lunch and to make them breakfast and kind of see them off for the day um, is, is one of my favorite times of the day. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Trish. So, so, so <laughs> your hobby, the moment, or what are you looking forward to? What you're about to retire. I am. You are. Congratulations. Thank you. And I know you have a lot of fond memories. Um, looking over the highlights that you you supplied us was just really a wonderful thing. So, coming from the assessor's office into also HYCC and the rec family. Um, what made you stay in REC so long and, and be part of you know this organization so long? I have to tell you, I 100% love my job. I love the people, I love the job, I always have. I've taken, it's very partial to me, very close to me. Um, and what's made me stay is every season brings a new, new programs, new seasonal staff. We have our summer staff, we have our winter staff. Um, I love all my little peeps in the building. They're like, you know, um, all my kids that I, you know, it's just the rapport that we've had and I've just, honestly, I wouldn't stay at anything I didn't like or love, but I do love my job. It's going to be very bittersweet for me to leave, um, but I'm only a phone call away, I've told them, and I'm 
happy to help out in any way I can, but I think whoever takes my place will do an amazing job. Yeah, that's one of the things that working as a municipal employee, people don't actually highlight as much is that camaraderie that you have, not just internally as an organization, but the people that you help on an everyday and the value that you get. And um, it's just, it's unmatched. It really. is unmatched. It's, it's been yeah. a great run. It really has. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thanks. I just have to say that I was over at the HYCC for six months in 2011, and it was during the height of the season. And we were the only municipality on Cape Cod who operated our beach sticker program utilizing volunteers, and over 40 of them. And Tricia was the go-to person in organizing everything she had. I mean, she's incredibly organized. You have to be when you're in finance. Um, but she, she would bring out the personalities. She would partner different people um, together so that they would play off each other's strengths. And it was really fun because I used to go over, up until a couple of years ago, I used to go over to help on Saturdays of Memorial Day weekend yes. and 4th of July and, and stuff like that to try to help because just because of the sheer numbers of people. So, you know, thank you, Tricia. Thank We're you. We're really lucky to have you. And that was the highlight of working with people coming into the building. I love to be social, and I loved working Memorial Day, and I loved working July 4th. To know you're making everybody's day, and i got to get to the beach in an hour. Okay, we'll get this done for you, but... Liz, the lines were out the door, out the door, people waiting. And that's why John's advice, get it as soon as possible. We try and do our best. We'll get get it to you. But you just... Yeah, the reunion really... should happen on the beach, not <laughs> that's right. standing on pavement, that's sweating right. and waiting in line for something. So, that's right. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming in. That was um, really helpful and... Um, and definitely will set people up for success. So thank you for joining us. Well, thanks, thanks for having us. us. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, so speaking of joining us next week, um, definitely tune in. We're going to invite town clerk and quirk to talk about dog licenses, believe it or not. Um, we're going to find out why do you need to have them licensed and how frequently do you actually license them? Is it on an annual or or every two, five years, whatever it is. And then she's also going to talk about what happens when you get a new dog in your family. It's right after the holidays or a special occasion that you bring in that family, new family member. And she's going to help um, learn or talk about that, those kinds of things. And then also helpful hints, actually, um, for getting our four-legged canine friends licensed appropriately. So uh, tune in. We're really excited to bring Ann in. So thank you. Thanks for spending time with us and listening to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable. We hope you found a new understanding of how your municipal government works to protect, engage, and enact for you and our community. Be sure to drop us a line at podcast at town.barnstable.ma.us and let us know what you would like to learn next. Till next time. Go discover Barnstable.